You're listening to Around the King's Table, a podcast of the Mount Church in Clemson, South Carolina, with Pastor George Marshall and Pastor Brian Mann. Pull up a chair and listen in as they seek to serve up biblical dialogue for building disciples of Jesus. So welcome to this episode of Around the King's Table. I'm Brian, joined by the ever- Laborious. Wow, George. George. Laborious. <clears throat> Ever laborious. Ever laborious. Okay. Um, brother, today on the podcast, we want to talk about what we call prepare, uh, which is basically a study aid for our members that's meant to prepare us as a church for worshiping together on the Lord's Day. So mm-hmm. we'll just start with this. George, why is preparation for the church worshiping together. Typically we call this corporate worship. Um, Why is preparation for this important? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we're told uh, to worship in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Um, So if we're coming to worship unprepared, uh, we're probably not going to be ready to to hear God's word in its fullest. We're not going to be prepared Mm -hmm. to engage in the songs. I mean, we can sing them, but we're pretty much potentially just echoing back what what is going on around us and not really thinking about what we're singing. Mm-hmm. It's not, everybody's not going to act like that. But I mean, that that's a danger. Um, so yeah, I mean, we want to get the most out of worship and we want to also engage mm-hmm. the most in worship. We're worshiping as a body. And if we're, you know, if you have half the body who is not prepared and doesn't mm-hmm. know what they're singing, doesn't know what they're learning, is not prepared to engage with other people and encourage and share from God's word that they've been dealing with through the week. Yeah, you, you have a little bit of lapse of, of real worship going on mm-hmm. as a body. Yeah, I kind of think of it in, in athletic terms. Like Typically, when you're going to go into the field of play, you want to stretch and mm. do some exercises beforehand to just kind of warm your body up so that you yeah, don't tear your ACL. Yeah. Uh, now that I'm almost 40, uh, that seems like a, you know, a possibility in the, in the near future at some point. But anyways, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think, I think you just want to warm yourself up for, for mm-hmm. corporate worship. There's a, a tendency, a temptation to, to come into corporate worship and make it a thing that's just kind of rote and cold. Uh, it can be just sort of formal. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we're trying to do here is, is move from the formality of worship to more familiarity with what we're going to be uh, letting us lead towards, sure. uh, lead us in worship of, of the Lord. And uh, so I was thinking here just on, 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 you know, biblical grounds, like a Mark seven kind of thing or a revelation to Mark sevens, where Jesus is kind of going after the Pharisees because he's saying like what Isaiah said about, uh, you know, um, our, our fathers, that's true of, of you where, mm-hmm. you know, your, your hearts are, are far from the Lord. You know, your lips are praising him, honoring him, but your, your hearts right. are not in it. Same kind of thing in revelation two verses two through four, where Jesus is writing to these churches, and he's saying to them, uh, you know, there are many things that I commend about you, which is such a, this is, I, I, to me, this was really uh, a, an interesting take from him. But he's saying, so they're doing all kinds of things that are commendable, and yet they're doing them without a love mm-hmm. for Jesus. Like that's a possi- possibility for us to be able to do that, right. you know, to be serving the Lord, to be worshiping the Lord, and yet for our love to not be in it. And he's saying, no, you need to recover that love mm-hmm. uh, and repent of where you are. So 
Uh, this is just, again, I think the preparation aspect for corporate worship is a help towards warmth sure. uh, towards Christ and yeah. towards uh, our God in worship. So anything else you want to say there? Uh, yeah, I mean, beyond, I mean, that kind of went right together with what I was really mm-hmm. saying is spirit and truth. I think there's also element of kind of expanding the boundaries. Um, and we'll probably get into it more as the conversation goes on. But mm-hmm. I mean, yep. a, a sermon can only handle so much. Right. Uh, you, you're not going to cover everything that's possible out of a passage. I try to handle as much as possible. <laughs> 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 may, may be that as it may even still there's stuff that you're just not gonna know about somebody's personal life what they're going through yeah and th- this is a prepare is a great way of of letting the that that scripture that passage and the things that are surrounding it the yeah. music the call to worship really engage their life so that they can actually yeah. not just hear here's the message to the original audience but here's how it actually is impacting me which i mean of course we do in the in the sermon yeah. but there's just a much wider array of things that mm-hmm. meaning we can get out of it if we'll personally engage with it both mm-hmm. before and after yeah that's right all right so so what is the goal and or are the benefits of working through a discipleship tool mm-hmm. because that's what this is yeah uh, like prepare or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the major benefits is just a familiarity with the text going in. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not caught off guard and going, Oh, we're talking about, you know, preaching to the dead today. And I've never seen this, this verse. Now, what is the pastor going to do? Um, another thing that I, I think for me is you get to start asking questions of the text prior to, mm-hmm. So you come engage with questions, not just yeah. the questions that were asked maybe in the prepare, but questions that the text is also brought into your mind. Mm-hmm. You let the pastor answer those questions to a point. And then what you're left with is a set of questions that weren't answered. But if you feel they need to be answered or you still mm-hmm. have, you know, you can now engage that pastor without having to rehash everything. It's not a start from scratch. You already know what, what's been discussed. You right. can review it, but now you have questions you can go to. So that's another a uh, cool thing. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, uh, you have elements of family worship this can then engage mm-hmm. in. So there's some major uses there for engaging the entire family, mm-hmm. um, knowing the song so that we worship together mm-hmm. to the best of our ability. I mean, nobody, uh, scripture doesn't, you know, guarantee we're going to be great, you know, singers if we, you know, we'll do this prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having, you know, having heard the song, kind of know what it does, it can save you some embarrassment. It, it can make you a little bit more confident so that you can just sing out and actually worship right. God rather than being worried about performance. Yep. So yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, benefits to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to see which ones you checked off for me here. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I, I think too, uh, that some people... I'll just add this. Uh, some people need more trellis for the vine. Sure. Uh, whereas uh, others maybe just are, are more, you know, it's a little bit easier for them to, to open up their Bibles and, and read through a passage mm. and engage the text and stuff like that. Some people need uh, a tool like this uh, to uh, draw them into that kind of engagement with, with sure. the text and, and, and preparing them for, for corporate worship. And so... Um, I think this again. This is a a little bit of, of trellis that we're trying to add for the 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 vine ministry, the mm-hmm. preaching uh, and the singing and and all those kinds of things. Uh, so I think that this is this benefits the church in in that way. It's it's a little bit more trellis. Uh, part of it uh, because we we have started to do um, scripture memory as well as a church uh, is that it promotes 
very much uh, mm-hmm. scripture memory. We actually put the memory verse in in the prepare uh, set, and then um, again, as you're as you're engaging in a text and working yourself through uh, the verses, through uh, the questions that are related to the verses or the sermon outline or whatever. I mean, at least for me, um, and I would think for, for those who would go through it as well, uh, again, it is getting that passage into the heart of, mm-hmm. of that person, whether they actually memorized or not, the the, the general idea and thrust and, and thoughts of, of that passage are, are getting into their hearts. Yeah. So <clears throat> never a bad thing uh, to... to to have happening there. Another thing that I thought was that um, the prepare, or at least the way when, when we get to the the discussion questions and whatnot, uh, it promotes a kind of thinking mm-hmm. through the biblical text that's more exegetical. Sure. Which I think can only be better for the church in an age of biblical illiteracy mm-hmm. and the growing need to be able to defend the faith both inside the church and then outside of the church and do that from, from scripture. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, and, and I extend even past that. So you have this exegetical foundation, this, this explaining of the text from the text. But I think also what the prepare questions really allow us to do is start looking at how does this text corroborate or connect with the rest of scripture with the call to worship there it can be easy to miss that often the 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 actual text for the week is actually related to it's not just you know oh we picked a text they're related and sometimes we don't get the chance in the sermon to really engage with that connectivity Um, but having it in advance allows us to so we get to see how this reacts with the rest of scripture um, we also get to see, you know, often in a sermon, we'll be able to only focus on maybe something that uh, the way that we should be disciples, so sort of like forming a virtue, or we'll maybe focus on, you know, how Jesus is the redemptive answer, or we can focus on maybe the fallen condition, the things that are wrong in our sinful creation that make, you know, uh, uh, not make us sin, but certainly uh, tempt us and, and and cause us to engage in it more frequently. Um yeah. We may only be able to focus on one of those in a particular passage. Um, the preparer allows us an opportunity to really yeah. flesh that out and give more room for people to, to mm-hmm. span the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have here, all, in, in some cases, I think it helps to pique a holy curiosity mm-hmm. uh, in a text. So uh, we just got through First Peter 3, uh, verses 18 through 22, which is a, a famously interesting yeah. passage. And so... Uh, again, I think anything that can can pique the curiosity of of the people and make them, you know, want to show up to corporate worship to hear what is what is he going to say here? Yeah. Um, what what does God's word have to say here? Uh, is is a good thing? Yeah. So, okay, uh, some benefits there. I think in terms of just the overall goal of it, uh, <clears throat> I'll give you what I think the goal is. And uh, you tell me what you think about this, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so here's here's mine uh, to to supplement the set diet of God's word, sung, prayed, seen, preached in the context of corporate worship, so that we're at least better equipped by having this sort of preceding, thoughtful familiarity with that specific worship set to wor- worship God in spirit and truth, as you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So again, that's the overall goal. It's it's really just to equip us to be able to worship our triune God better from 
the biblical text mm-hmm. and from the songs that we're going to be singing in that. Yeah. Corporate worship. Yeah. Does that sound good? It does. I, I think there's also some additional benefits. Yeah. We're, we, we are looking at it in advance and, mm-hmm. and I definitely suggest, you know, a primary focus on this looking at it in advance. Yep. But I, I think the prepare questions, especially, um, maybe most more so than the music, but the, the prepare questions certainly help us as we go back. Maybe if we're wanting to, you know, listen again to a sermon, which we you know have mm-hmm. the ability to do having those prepare questions can, you know, provide a little bit more context that we might be missing. You know, we're not necessarily going through it in the middle of the you know series. Again, we didn't come prepared, you know, for worship on Sunday morning, but we're re-engaging God's word. Having the prepare gives a little bit of extra context back to that hearing. Yeah. Okay, so so brother, can you can you just walk us through what's included in our prepare? Yeah, sure. Um, so you know, you've already mentioned, you know, we're going to include the memory verse um, mm-hmm. for the week that we've you know started doing. Um, it's coming from the sermon. Coming text. from the sermon text. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we have the sermon text itself, um, the call to worship. Right. Um, we have uh, a series of questions, usually you know five, although some of those questions may be multi-parters <laughs> and, and extended. And, and, you know, it's not meant to be a, you know, Squeezing like, the if you don't get through the five, you're a bad Christian. It's more of a, you know, hey, here's some places to start. Some of them are going to be better, you know, for engaging with kids. Some of them are going to be more for your personal time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but questions that really delve into the text and also help you relate it to the rest of Scripture, whether Old Testament, New Testament, or right. even within the same letter. How does this connect to what's come before and is about to happen? Yeah. Um, so a more engagement in application and, and that sort of thing, and not just, you know, here are, here are factual details or the historical social setting context, but how do we take from the historical social setting and apply it into our lives? How mm-hmm. are we responding to God and Scripture that reveals him? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the the music itself. So we're including links to usually YouTube videos um, that you know give us you know mm-hmm. an opportunity to engage with the music, to kind of hear it done, uh, to hopefully see the words, you know, and not just have to listen in and try to pick it up on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of those are included. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The only thing that I think we might have left out there is just the else. preacher. Oh yeah, we do include yeah. that too. And the only reason I bring that up, hopefully, that doesn't encourage anybody not to show up. <laughs> right? No. the The hope there is that it's an encouragement to pray for that uh, person, for for that person, That's and a great um, and to be able to 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 pray as he uh, brings the that text uh, to bear upon the life of the of the church. So, mm-hmm. yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've said a lot. Let me ask this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there is any biblical grounding for a practice like this? Just preparation for preparation? Yes. Now, I mean, man, we so want to be Israel. We want to have, you know, God clearly give us. Here is how you worship mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we see how you know they kind of worked it out. So we don't have, you know, quite the definitely read your worksheet. Paul is not telling us, you know, to to get online, get on Slack all good things to do, but he doesn't have those kind of instructions. But what we do have um, is instructions that talk about worshiping orderly um, and decently um, from Paul, uh, basically coming prepared to share what God has been doing and teaching throughout the week. Um, So it's not just the pastor who should be preparing and be prepared to encourage 
his brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, everybody really should be coming prepared to engage in worship and share what God has been doing. Um, and so we do have a scripture that speaks directly to that, that preparation that means when we're together for worship, we all have something to share. We all have something encouraging for the body. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. We also have, you know, passages that do speak kind of more obliquely to this, but you have stuff like, you know, Matthew um, 5, 23 through 24, which talks about, you know, hey, if you're at the altar and realize your brother has something against you, you should go correct that first. Right. Leave your gift there. I mean, while, you know, we're, we're talking more just general preparation then, but certainly, you know, Jesus himself then speaks of as we're coming to worship, doing it in a way that our hearts have already been prepared. We've dealt with sin um, and we're coming prepared Mm -hmm. um, to actually worship fully um, without anything standing in the way between us and God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so a few things here here for me. I mean, number one is is the Great Commission where we're called to make disciples. And, and so again, this is just a, a discipleship tool mm-hmm. um, that's that hopefully is is preparing hearts, readying hearts to come into corporate worship and to hear the word of God in every which way that they can in a way that, that leads them into yep. real fellowship and communion um, with God. The other one I thought of was in Acts 2.42, um, where it says that they devoted themselves. And, and mm-hmm. uh, so I I kind of thought on the way over here, I thought maybe we should change it from prepare to devoted. Mm. Um, but but like they, they had a devotion to the apostles' teaching and those kinds of things. What does that look like? You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it may look like something like this, where again, you're just preparing yourselves as best you can uh, to be able to benefit uh, yeah. by by the preaching of the but what it, I mean what it meant in their context was you have a fixed set of witnesses to Jesus mm-hmm. so it's not just yep. oh we have just random teaching that people are coming up with about Jesus it's uh, we have witnesses and so if we think of it that way what mm-hmm. we're doing preaching is we're testifying to what has been passed down to us and we're then sharing it so that you can repeat it accurately mm-hmm. to your neighbors and to yourself mm-hmm. And so, yeah, prepare is one extra way then yeah. of, of doing that preparation and getting the message straight mm-hmm. so that you're able to share it. Yeah. Uh, a few other things uh, here. I think it was Ephesians 5, 519, uh, as it pertains to just singing. So, again, you mentioned that in the our prepare, we include the, the songs that we're going mm-hmm. to be singing ahead of time. Uh, Ephesians 5, uh, 19. It says, you know, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart, mm-hmm. giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so again, that 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 little bit there, with all your heart. Again, we're just talking about how this is one way, uh, not the only one, but but a way certainly where we can awaken our hearts uh, to, to true worship yeah. uh, in spirit and in truth, as you said earlier. Um, I think also of Colossians 3.16, where uh, Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell in you marginally. <laughs> richly. <laughs> richly. Richly teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And so again, this is just a a practical prudential way Mm -hmm. to aid 
that, that kind of, uh, that kind of worship, that kind of richness, that kind of admonishment, uh, that kind of singing to the Lord, that kind of thankfulness in our hearts mm. uh, to God. I think also of uh, Philippians yep. chapter four here, four eight, where Paul says, uh, "Whatever is true, mm-hmm. whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise." think about these things you know so like just throughout it doesn't just mean when we come together on the lord's day but throughout the week in preparation we might say for the lord's day that we're just filling our minds and filling our hearts uh with things that are excellent and praiseworthy Mm -hmm. and this is another way to 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 do that that. yep Mm -hmm. Uh, i think also then first corinthians 14 26 i think you alluded already to to right around this this passage but it just seems like there is a looking ahead when Paul says, mm-hmm. when you gather, when you gather, right? You're not gathered, yeah. but when you gather. And so there's there's sort of just a setting of the, the mind and the heart on the gathering of the saints to worship Christ. Right. And again, this is just, a, I think, a prudential way to, to do that. Any other uh, biblical passages that, that may come to mind? Anything from the Old Testament? Well, I mean, the Old Testament is going to be replete <laughs> again. Uh, it's going to be somewhat distant from, you know, our, our yeah. prepare. But for as far as preparation, uh, yeah, the Old Testament, especially the Pentateuch, um, speaks quite a bit to how to approach God in, mm-hmm. in holy ways, or at least how he called Israel to making them a, yeah. a distinct nation and setting them apart. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of we can learn there and we just need to mm-hmm. bring it into our context. But certainly yeah. their passion for it, um, you know, their their commands. We come right from the Shema, one of the, you know, biggest, most important things of scripture, you know, God is one and you should worship him alone. Mm-hmm. It's followed immediately by you should be sharing God's word with your family when you're sitting down, when you're getting up, when you're at yeah. work when mm-hmm. you're resting. So, so this idea of constantly having scripture on our minds, mm-hmm. our, our prepare is one way of, of doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately it seems like now that we have the gospel, we've almost thought that's almost like made us, uh, freed us to be a little bit more lackadaisical right. in those kinds of things instead of actually energizing us towards those kinds of things all the right. more. Right. Yeah, we may fail to notice that, you know, kind of the, the, the apostles kind of considered Isaiah like a fifth gospel. I mean, this is mm-hmm. right, put it right next to those. That's kind of the way they treated it. And we don't spend the time in it you know, as just one element of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So. so any uh, pastoral exhortation uh, you'd give to pastors or church members about making use of something? like this yeah i mean uh, and i've already mentioned it but i would think that the the one that stands out that maybe we forget easily is that we can use it beyond ourselves Um, we can use it to engage in family worship we can use it to Mm -hmm. ask questions of kids that allow them to you know delve a little bit more deeply than just can you read the text and tell me what it said Um, so we can actually use it to to not only challenge ourselves but to to bring our kids into conversation with it and that way they're prepared as well Mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, I, I think that's where my head has been as I've considered, you know, this mm-hmm. kind of question, how, how, to, how to use it, how best to advise people to. Um, the early, of course, we get it out, the easier it is to take it and use it. And when do the we week. try to normally get it we out? We usually try to get it out by at least Wednesday. Yeah. 
Um, sometimes we're, we're not, you know, as on the spot as we, we, mm-hmm. we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more time we have, as I say, you know, the more time to make available, go mm-hmm. ahead and take advantage of it. Don't wait until Saturday evening, yep. you know, kind of Hail Mary and, and, and <laughs> figuring it out at the last moment, you know, doing it as early as possible. Yeah. Yeah. 11.59 p.m. Right, right. Hey, church. Yeah. Just want to let you know. Prepares out. Yeah, 1045 is the the wrong time on Sunday morning to be looking at prepare. Yeah, yeah. I would just add here uh, that we're living in an age again, uh, needing as much help maybe as ever getting turned towards and prioritizing corporate worship. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's just so much going on throughout the course of the week. Yeah, so much competition for it. And I just think that something like this is helpful in that regard. Uh, so pastor, if you are a pastor listening, uh, I would, I would encourage you to, to do something like this, uh, to, to prepare the hearts of your people to, to, to gather together and to worship the Lord. And if you're a member of our church, we expect more clicks <laughs> on Slack. Be on Slack. That's a good start. Be on Slack. Be yes. on and Slack. And then go to the prepare thread. And then actually go to the... Yeah, you're automatically added to the prepare thread <laughs> upon becoming a member. Okay, so. good. All right. Any final thoughts, brother? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the last thing would be, and I mentioned it before, not just viewing it as a, once we're done with Sunday, the prepare has no value. Uh, we we can actually find some value of it going back to it. We can re-engage with the scripture. So, I mean, it's one thing to answer questions prior to hearing the sermon. It's another thing to go back and do those same questions and consider it once we already kind of have a, a much deeper explanation of the sermon done. And now we might find that the questions are a little bit different. We might actually you know find different application. Uh, we might be able to engage them differently. So that's a helpful yeah. practice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, brother. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep.